Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, money, women, and being a fucking man without making any apologies for it. I'm your host, Mark Singh. And I'm John Anthony. And today we are going to talk about those things that women are attracted to. This is a podcast that I've been looking forward to immensely because I specialize in teaching men how to attract women. And there are a lot of things that women are attracted to that a lot of men don't know. So we're going to kind of rifle through them today. And what we're going to do is provide you with a very good basic foundation of what women are attracted to. And then in future podcasts, we'll delve much further into these things because like I said, there are tons of things. So the first thing I want to talk about, John, is is one of the most important things, and that is confidence. Having confidence in who you are, confidence to lead women to what I like to say, to where they want to be led, and the mm. confidence to know that you're a champion and she she should feel privileged to be hanging out with you. And because you know you're the man, that confidence translates to her and she's going to feel more attracted to you because of it. Yeah, that's a big one too because like a lot of guys, they uh, they don't know that they're the man. And so they see that these girls just like don't respect their time. They just don't respect their like, you know. I mean I know guys that like they'll fucking blow like, you know, $300 on a girl for like dinner or something. And then, you know, because the girl just doesn't respect them. She's like, okay, thanks. Like, mwah, kiss at the door and then just, you know, leaves. And, uh, you know, it's just like it needs to stop. Like you can't uh, you can't have girls not respecting you. And um, the thing is, too, like don't get mad at them, right? So for, so for all these things, like don't look at it as like, oh, like fuck these girls. Like no, look at it as like you need to improve yourself and become a better man because that's always the answer. Yeah, and it's funny you said something. God, we can go off on so many tangents here. Not, <laughs> we have to be careful. Because, we almost just did too. <laughs> oh, man, I could just – I could go on and on about this. But I'll stay on track. But one thing I do want to say is a lot of guys think rationally – well, if I take her to an expensive dinner, she'll like me, right? Because it's almost like I'm buying her affection. But what it shows is it shows low value because you don't even know this girl. So why are yeah. you spending all this money on her? You should have the frame that she's the one submitting the application. You're taking her out to see if she's got what it takes to get you attracted to her. So the first date should be really, really kind of cheap. I only spend 10, maybe 20 bucks on a first date. Now, that's not to say... You should take her to McDonald's. Your first date should certainly be eclectic and cool, but you're basically symbolizing to her through your actions that, hey, I don't know you. I don't know if you're any good. Just because you're hot, that's like one little check mark off the list. I need yeah. to see that you have all these other attributes. And going back to confidence, you have the confidence to, to, to dress casually, to take her with you, and, and almost put it on her. Like, let's see what you can bring. Yeah. And so the thing is, too, like, you know, guys, when they try to like do these, because you know, like you said, Mark, like we think very logically, and so we're like, oh, like if I do this amazing thing, then she'll like me. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not saying you shouldn't do amazing things for women or for the people in your life, but uh, you know, when you first meet a girl and don't even know her, and you try to you know do this amazing thing, it's like what that communicates is you're basically saying I'm not good enough, and I'm trying to buy you. Mm -hmm. That's literally what it communicates, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, I actually pride myself on like having the cheapest fucking dates. Like I had one <laughs> recently where um, I just literally went, picked up this girl and uh, she, she's from, uh, I think like Austria or Germany or something like that. So her English is kind of broken. And, uh, you know, I was just like going to show her the area 
And, um, you know, we just literally, like, pulled up to a fucking 7-Eleven, got, like, a Four loco, and just started drinking. Then I, like, took her to the top of this parking garage that I really like, and we just looked at the <laughs> sunset. Like, just, like, it costs, like, maybe, like, $3 for the Four loco, but, like, like nothing, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, tonight I have another date where this girl is literally just going to come over. It's the first time I, I've seen her. Uh, you know, and she actually just texted me. She's like, do you have condoms? Haha. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, nice. um, so yeah. So, I mean, you know, and it's just like all of that comes from like not trying, you know, not, not uh, being a try hard. Right. Um, and I mean, as a, as a contrary example, I actually took one of my friends out last night. She's a girl and I paid for dinner after, uh, our, our product launch mark. And, um, you know, I didn't expect anything in return. I wasn't like, oh, like, you know, you need to fuck me now because I bought you this dinner. I was just wow. like, no, like, I like you. I want to hang out with you. Yeah. And um, so as long as it's coming from the right place, like, that's what's so key, you know, is uh, guys get really lost in, like, the minutia. And what it comes down to is, like, where is the place that it's coming from? Is it coming from a place of, like, this is my friend? Or is it coming from a place of, like, this girl is out of my league. I need to buy her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and one thing, another thing that women are attracted to is decisiveness. So... John had the balls, what was it, last night, to take a girl to a parking garage? Bro, yeah. what level of champion are you to take a girl to the top <laughs> of, a, of a fucking parking garage Dude. with four loco? That, that's that's yeah. next level shit. But um, he's decisive. So, John, I mean, you can just tell by talking to the dude. You know, he's super confident. He's super decisive. And if you were driving her to the top of the parking garage and she's like, eh, what are we doing here? If you bought into that frame of her questioning you and saying, well, no, 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 just just wait. It's really pretty. That would lose attraction from her. But if you're decisive and you just look at her and you're just like, just trust me. Just relax and just trust yeah. me. It, that, that builds so much more attractiveness. So, so, excuse me, attraction. So John being decisive, which again is another attractive quality, and just taking her, taking her under his wing – and showing her a good time and knowing that that's the right decision without second guessing himself, extremely attractive. And I'm sure, I'm sure the night went very well for you, didn't it? Oh, it did. Believe me. Yeah. And um, that's what's funny too that you bring that up is like just saying things very confidently and being decisive. Because mm. like once I remember like once I started to realize this like. And I'll still forget it every now and then because I'll, like, kind of fall into a lull. But, like, when I get back into the game hardcore and, like, fucking hit it, I'll, I'll remember again. Like, oh. And uh, it's really, like, a fucking cheat code. Like, once you realize that, like, you can literally say or do or be anything. And if you're just convinced, mm-hmm. like, her pussy's going to get wet, mm-hmm. you know? Like, um, it can be the dumbest fucking thing, too. Like, like I'm sure you've had this, Mark, where, like, I don't know, like, if uh, I'm kind of, like, a troll sometimes when I get, like, in the zone is I'll just, like, try to open girls with, like, the dumbest shit. Oh, yeah. And because, like, because yeah. you can, like, tell, like, they'll they'll feel it off of you that you're, like, confident yeah. and don't care. Yeah. Then uh, it's, like, it's just purely attraction, you know? Yeah. Like, when um we went up to that parking garage, like, dude, I, I, that was actually, like, I was, like, I, I, I had no clue what I was doing because, like, I was just, like, okay, like, originally our plan was to, uh to go to this lake and like I had a blanket. We we're just going to lie down and hang out by the lake. And, um, you know, but there was a bunch of cops there. So it's like, Oh fuck, I'll just do something else, you know? And I was just like, Oh, you know, yeah, it's good. Go do this. You know, trust me. It's cool. And it's just like, that's it. Like there's no, Oh, well you'll like it. I promise. Like, you know, like, like this, like, uh, you know, needy kind of like compensation. It's just like, once you're just decisive and confident, that's just like 90% of your game right there. And, um, Another thing we should probably hit on too is like looks, you know, because a lot of guys are going to be like, oh, well, John, like, you know, you've been a fitness model for like for like three years and mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe they just like you because of that. And like, you know, mm-hmm. looks are important. Like mm-hmm. that's um, don't get me wrong. Like looks matter. Mm-hmm. But um, game is so much more important. A couple things I want to say. Uh, first of all, 
I, I just recently got in shape because I read John's book, Body of an Alpha, and I, I saw a picture of myself that was humiliating. And, you know, I realized I was being weak. I was I was doing the weak man's diet of just eating whatever I wanted, and I needed to get some more discipline as far as my health was concerned. So I got a better body. And yes, women respond to me like never before. But back when I looked like a chicken McNugget with tits, I still pulled. And the reason, the reason I pulled is because, you know, I had that decisiveness. I had that confidence. And, and John, going back to one of the openers where you say you try to do some of the silliest things you can, oftentimes what I'll tell my students is let's see you go open that girl and not say anything to her. And they'll be yeah. like, well, how can I do that? And I said, Here, here's one thing you can do. One thing I'll do is I'll go up to a girl and I'll, I'll just look at her and I'll shake my head back and forth and I'll point at her shoes. I'll just be like, <laughs> no, and she'll be like, what? And I'll just keep doing it. And and controlling the frame, which is another thing we can speak about, you just totally own it. You're totally decisive. You're completely confident. And she hasn't even heard my voice, and she's already trying to qualify herself to me. I mean, I would yeah. ha- I'll have girls go, well, you know, they're not brand new, but I, you know, I like them and they're comfortable. I haven't even said anything, and she's already <laughs> explaining herself to me just by my body language. So. Uh, being decisive, being confident, and again, challenging yourself, which is something you can do, you know, months down the road. But once you get to a certain level to open girls in, in, in crazy ways is one good way to build confidence. So going back to how you look, one thing I will say is while, while looks aren't necessarily super important, they do help. They stack, they basically stack the chips in your favor. And one thing is that one thing that women are really, really anal about is, the cleanliness of your nails, you know, whether or not you've taken a shower, if you look unkept and you just look like a, a, a troll that's been living in his mom's basement for the past 14 years, okay, that's one thing. But you don't have to be this super good looking guy like that that al- absolute hunk John Anthony. God bless that guy. <laughs> thank you, you thank you, you. You don't have to like be shredded and, and have all these attributes. You could actually kind of be blown out a little bit like I was. Like I said, the chicken McNugget with tits look. As long as you have that decisiveness, that confidence, and those other things that we're going to speak about, it really doesn't matter that much. But being ripped, as I found, it does stack the chips in your favor for sure. Definitely. And um, I mean, it's kind of like what you said, like, you know, it's not so much like what you like. I, I firmly believe that unless you have some sort of a, a really like really fucked up physical disability, mm-hmm. like you can be like a pretty physically attractive guy. You know, all you have to do is just, OK, you know, get a good hairstyle that works for you. You know, get a get some grooming down, you know, get like the right shampoo, you know, get some cologne like you know, trim your fucking giant ass uh, bushes under your armpits, like just you know, like uh, <laughs> just like shit like that, like just uh, you know, clip your nails, like basic grooming, and just you know, uh, manscaping is like super key, you know. And you can get like a guy that is you know maybe a three or a four and turn him into like a seven just from you know, um, just from that type of stuff. And one thing that's a really cool concept too is like you don't have to be. You don't have to look like Brad Pitt as long as you're just like above average physically. Mm. Like that's that's all she needs, you know. Mm-hmm. Like that's all she needs to be like, oh well, okay. Like I guess he's he's you know cute enough because like I guarantee you she's fucked uglier guys than you before, my friends. Like I promise you, you know, most girls have fucked uglier guys than you, especially if not, you know, especially if you're like working on your own shit, you know. Um, so once you guys just like get your uh your you know physical appearance in order. That'll make you more confident. And um, having standards too. 
is a big mm, one. So like yeah. Mark, when you when you talked about uh you know looking at her shoes, kind of like yeah, what are you doing? Um, that that kind of rung in my head is like having standards, like knowing what you want, like because so so many guys are just like wishy washy, and they're uh, it's like okay, like anything you do, I'll be okay with, but like that isn't that isn't a man, and it's not you. Like you should have standards and like know what you want and what you don't want. And then funny enough, like when you lay that framework down, a girl will just naturally fall into it. You know, like this girl that I'm going to see tonight. Um, one of the things I said to her as we were talking earlier, and I actually met her on Tinder, by the way, from, uh, by using the the tips I talk about in my art of Tinder ebook. Mm. But, um, one of the things I said to her is like, I love how you're so sexual. Like you're just so comfortable with your sexuality. And because of that, like what that does is it lets her know like, okay, this is what he likes. It's what he wants. And, and it is what I like and what I want. And so she's like playing to it more. Right. And so it's like this win win, right? So like once you lay down, like what you expect out of someone, a girl, and like what you want and what you like, things just become so much easier. Yeah, and also people will tend up tend to live up to the standards which you set for them. So a lot of the times what I'll do with women is say, you know what I like about you? And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, ah, oh, never mind. And then you make them chase you a little <laughs> bit. Well, what? Well, what is it? Uh, okay, I'll tell you. And you say, I like that you're, and then you outline what you want her to be. And for me let's just one example is I like it when girls are on time. I don't like girls to be late. So I'll be like, you know, I like, I like that you're always on time. So when you say that to a girl, she's going to live up to the expectation that you have of her and the way you view her. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, we try to live up to how people view us. So if you're like the smart guy, then you're going to try to be the smart guy. If you're the athletic guy, you're going to try to be the athletic guy. So when you lay out these parameters for women, this is what I like about you. They're going to try to live up to that. And another thing to do, God, another tangent, I'll try not to go on. But if a woman does something that you don't like, instead of never get mad at a woman, first of all, but instead of getting mad at her and trying to reprimand her, what I'll often say is, you know, I know this is how you are. That Like for if a girl is late, I'll be like, hey, listen, you're late. It's cool. I understand. You know, your cat died, whatever her excuse is. But just to let you know – um, I lose attraction. It's just one of those things for me. I just I just lose attraction when when people do stuff like that. Hey, it's cool. If that's how you are, I understand. But for me, it's just kind of a turn off. So I'm just letting you know. And and a lot of times girls will will flake on you or be late because they're trying to get you more attracted to them. But when <laughs> you say it's actually having the opposite effect that you're losing attraction for them because of it, that that behavior will immediately stop. So that's one good way to do it. I don't even know how I got on that tangent, but I wanted to circle back. That's a good tangent. It is good. I mean, it's it's a great it's a great technique to kind of with women. It's kind of like I hate to use this analogy, and it's not it's not demeaning at all. It's just the dog analogy. Exactly. <laughs> I know it's coming. It, yeah. It's reward and punishment. It's reward and punishment. And when you know how to use those both to your advantage, you could really you know shape behavior that is conducive to what you're trying to achieve, which is to have a smooth going relationship with a hot girl who has a lot of value to offer. So I wanted to circle back and say that uh, charisma is also really important. And I think one of my my greatest strengths with women is during the first conversation, I can just make them laugh like one one time after the other. And I have a book, it's called The Conversation Sniper. And it, and it demonstrates these like clever one-liners that you can say to girls that'll just crack them up and and having charisma while at the same time not giving a shit what she thinks is so unbelievably attractive that she's going to be throwing her phone number at you 
when you guys are done talking. So a lot of the times guys will go into the first conversation and they'll try to build commonalities like where do you work? You know, what religion are you? Where do you live? You want to throw that shit out immediately. Now, while we don't have time to go into how an attractive conversation should unfold, I will say this. You want to kind of picture it like you're two kids on the schoolyard and you're just kind of busting your chops a little bit and you're just saying some like random funny shit and making her laugh while at the same time showing that you don't give a fuck, which is another attractive thing, being outcome independent. I don't give a shit what happens is extremely attractive to women. And now that I have the chance, I'm just going to go ahead and plug my book. It's called The Approach Formula. It shows you how to approach women engage them in these kind of attraction building conversations that I've been talking about and how to land her phone number to where when you walk away, she's excited to hear from you. She's definitely going to text you back. She's not just giving you a fake number to get you out of her hair, but you've built up the conversation in a way. You've shown your charisma in a way where she actually wants to hang out with you again. I usually sell this course for 32 bucks, but since you're listening to this podcast, you can grab it for 10 measly dollars. That's less than what you're going to spend on lunch tomorrow. Go ahead and go over to uh, gettheapproachformula.com or just click the link in the description to go ahead and grab it. I guarantee you, man, uh, tomorrow's lunch is well worth the ability to be able to approach a woman and make her laugh and get her attracted to you where she actually wants to see you again. Um, I think it's probably the ten bu- best 10 bucks you'll ever invest. But that's my plug for that. So, uh, again, charisma, charisma, very important. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that, um, that analogy you gave too. It's like of the dog, right? So, and this is true, like not just with women, but with like anyone in life, it's like too many people, especially in relationships, they just focus on what's wrong, you know, and it's easy to do because like what's good doesn't need to be changed. But if, uh, if you like, you know, if someone like say that your girlfriend cooks something for you or like does something nice, like why wouldn't you just double down on like, oh, like, thank you. This is awesome. Cause then she'll do it again. Cause it's like, okay, like he really liked that. Right. So it's like, if you just like reward people for the positives and just punish them for the negatives, it, you know, it sounds demeaning, but it's just, it's so simple and it works so well. It's not manipulative. It's just like letting them know, letting them know how you feel about something that, that is how it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, John, did you want to go ahead and segue into what we, before we started this podcast, you were like, well, let's just do one and let's talk yeah. about the single most important thing. And I love the way you explained it. So why don't you go ahead and, and tell them about that one? Yeah. So basically, I mean, there's this is a giant list of just things that women are attracted to. But there is one thing that I think kind of trumps them all. And if you develop this one, a lot of the other things that women are attracted to will naturally just uh, you'll start to develop those characteristics. And this this single thing is that you're at the cause and not the effect. And that's a, it's a really subtle concept and it's very abstract, but once you start to understand it, I think it's extremely powerful. So, you know, let's look at the lives of most men, right? They're at the effect. They're like leaves being blown around in the wind. They're just, you know, being tossed around by the fates like pawns. Uh, you know, they they go to their job and they have that job not because they proactively sought it out, but because it just kind of happened easily. Maybe they got a recommendation from a friend and it's, you know, paying them 50 grand a year and they're like, okay, like it's a decent job. I guess I'll just do this. And they're just kind of floating through life like a floating turd, right? And then you compare that to a guy like fucking Alexander the Great or, you know, some other just badass conqueror who's like, you know, okay, this is what I want. Here's my plan. Let's fucking do it. 
like that 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 essence right there that masculine essence of just causing things to happen and always being at the cause and not at the effect i think is the number one most important thing that you can develop to make women become more attracted to you mm-hmm. and um i talk about it in my ebook seven strategies to develop your masculinity i'll put a link down below you know that's my plug i don't want to talk about that too much but i mean just that that one characteristic being able to you know be at the cause and not be at the effect you know not being blown around in the wind like just knowing what you want and going after it you know um and it's funny too because like really attractive girls are very attuned to that mm-hmm. they can tell like I'm, I'm sure you know this mark and, and people that are listening like hot girls they can tell because they have you know think about it i mean they have hundreds of guys probably talking to them like every day trying to get their number trying to you know hey you want some dick you want some dick you want some dick you know all the time and so they get really good at being able to read people and like filter them out and, and <laughs> chris rock has a funny bit where he's like uh that's where i got this from where he's like uh uh, you know, and every time a, a guy like offers to help you cross the street, what he's yeah. really saying is you want some dick, <laughs> right? So like, <laughs> like that's basically what's going on in these hot girls reality. And, um, oh, you know, dude. so that they can tell like immediately, like, okay, you know, is this guy a guy that's worthwhile? And the guys that are worthwhile are the ones in life that have a goal. They are at the cause and not the effect. They're proactively working towards things rather than constantly being in reaction. Mm-hmm. And, and, and how does that play out? When you're first speaking to a woman, what what dynamic does that she can, show her? She can feel it in her bones. Mm-hmm. But what it shows her is that you're a confident man. Mm-hmm. First of all, you're a man and not a boy because mm-hmm. boys are led around by what other people think. They're led around by their culture. They're led around by their parents. They're just all these influencing factors that they don't even know who they are. Mm-hmm. But what, what it plays out like when you're with the woman is first of all, she knows you're a fucking man. And what it looks like is you're leading the interaction. You're, you know, you're at the cause. You're not affected by her. You know, that doesn't mean to be an asshole, contrary to popular belief, what some people might think. It just means that you know what you want and you're at the cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many things I could say about this, but but one of the things I was thinking is is frame control, right? Which is, yeah. which in my opinion is probably a close second, if not even the first thing that's that's most important about attracting women. So it's a little bit of an esoteric nebulous concept, but basically a frame is the interpreted meaning of the conversation that you and her are having. So for example, women will oftentimes check your frame to see how strong it is. And what they'll do this by saying mean things to you. Now, like what John was saying is if you're thrown to and fro by the outside circumstances of your life, then she's going to know that immediately when she says to you, eh, why are you wearing that shirt? Right, because you're gonna be like, well, uh, you don't like it. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I got it at I got it at Gucci. Like, look, it's a Gucci shirt. That's bad because you're explaining yourself to her, and you're trying to you're reacting to her first of all, and you're trying to explain yourself to her to get get back on what I call your inner balance point. So basically, it's your balance of inner centeredness and composure. Now, when you have frame control, when she says something like that. Again, frame control is the interpreted meaning of something that's said in a conversation. So she says to you, why are you wearing that shirt? You say, to, you say to her, you know what, sweetie? I know you're trying to take off my shirt right now, but this isn't the time or the place for that. Relax. Drop it down a gear. So what you've done is you've, you've reinterpreted what she said in a high-value way. And like 
shifted the tables on her and threw it back in her face. So a lot of the times girls will, will ask you a question. Why are you this? Why are you that? Why don't you have a girlfriend? And one really good way to, again, shift the tables on her is to say, the real question is, so she says, why don't you have a boyfriend? Be like, the real question is, why don't you, why don't, or excuse me, she says, why don't you have a girlfriend? You say, the real question is, why don't you have a boyfriend? I bet it's because you're a bad kisser, huh? So you've just completely shifted it on her. So again, frame control is controlling the conversation. And if she says something that's lame, political, boring, you can just look at her and just be like, dude, you're lame. Let's talk about this. You know, if you, yeah. if, if you, if you could have a billboard on the side of the freeway and it could say anything, what would it say? So she says, so did you vote for Trump? Because I don't, I don't like people. Who oh, I get that for one Trump. a lot. Yeah, so do I actually. <laughs> and you know, and, and here's another way to reframe it is you actually go more extreme. You'd be like, not only did I vote for Trump, I actually have his name tattooed on my back. And it's like my entire car is just a big Trump flag. You don't hate that, do you? And jokingly, you say like, oh, wait, you don't hate that, do you? Because you're you're making it more extreme. Like she's trying to frame check and you'd be like, really? That's all you got? I'm going to like take it 100 steps further. So that's another way to control the frame. And what did you do there? She said you didn't vote for Trump, did you? And you'd be like – no, 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 I didn't vote for him. I, I voted for Hillary. Screw that. Make it a hundred times worse because that's showing her, girl, I don't care what you think. I'm not trying to win your approval because look, I'm breaking rapport with you and I'm going to make you laugh in the process. So those are controlling the frame in that way is extremely attractive to women. Yeah. And I think what uh, frame control in a nutshell is basically just whose reality is stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, because like, if you want to look at it like this, like as you're going on a date with the girl or, you know, whatever, uh, both of your own little realities are kind of competing to see which one is stronger, mm-hmm. right? And so the way that most guys fuck up is, you know, the girl has a very strong reality of I'm the prize, I'm a sexy girl, he wants me, yep. he has to chase me. And then guys just fall into that totally, right? <laughs> and, you know, we all, we've all done it. I mean, you know, we've, we've fucking done it. And, you know, I found that um, some girls are – a lot stronger in that belief than others, you know, but what you really have to do is just, you know, cultivate your own life as a man and just be confident in yourself, you know, learn to control the frame. And um, that that thing you mentioned, Mark, about kind of like misinterpreting what they say, mm-hmm. that's one of the three ways that you can uh, basically pass a shit test, right? There's, right. there's a lot of different ways and things, but really there's, there's two, two main ways. There's like arguably more, but two main ways to pass a shit test, right? The first is amplifying the frame. And the second is by reinterpreting the frame or misinterpreting the frame. Right. Right. So, um, you know, and what's funny is like a lot of uh, guys nowadays are such pussies that they'll actually go and back up the girl. Uh, if you've noticed that, like there's times when I'm at the club or something and I've, I've like passed a shit test just like expertly. And some guy will come in who's like, you know, probably some chode orbiter trying to fuck her, but she's not interested in him. And he's like, yeah, like, did you hear what she said? That kind of thing. Like, you know, so um, there's definitely something to be said about like a lot of men need to fucking learn this shit because we just have a very pussified society. But that that's a, a tangent for a different different fucking podcast. But um, anyways, yeah, there's two ways to pass a shit test. Uh, and, you know, so say, for example, like – um. I don't know, you get like the Trump one, right? So like I used to, funny story, I used to have a giant Trump sticker on my wall when I would bring girls home. <laughs> uh, just because uh, I thought it was funny, funny way to troll them. And, um, you know, so they say, did you vote for Trump? 
um, you know, there's two ways you could pass that, right? So you could reinterpret it by just, you know, basically saying like, so what they're doing is they're asking it in a very negative way. Like their imp- implication is like, are you, are you a fucking asshole, whatever, right? Um, and so what you do is you could reinterpret it and say, yeah, did you just like really positively, like, like it doesn't even phase you or you could amplify it. Like you said, which is like, yeah, like I got his name tattooed on my back too. Or like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I fucking, you know, I don't know, like I fucking, uh, uh, you know, something you, you could go really extreme with that, right? I go to KKK rallies, like different shit like that. <laughs> um, I mean, depending on, you know, don't do that if you're new. But, um, yeah. you know, if you get bored with game kind of like I do, I just like to troll people it's mm-hmm. after a certain point. You just, you know, it's like too easy. So you like to troll people and just get those spikes in emotion. Yeah. Um, and to, to move on to another thing that women are attracted to that, that just reminded me of is uh, spiking their emotions, mm. like just giving them the full emotional experience, you know. Yep. Um, and it's funny, like guys, a lot of guys, they like they get so caught up in like just like believing what girls say and it's not that they're lying man but it's that they're just emotional like what they tell you in one moment could change 20 minutes later yeah. you know so like i mean th- think about it like this here's kind of a reality fucker for guys so you know there's a lot of hot girls out there like gorgeous women that could have any guy they want and they always go after the asshole they go mm-hmm. after the guy who's a cunt and they cry over him and they you know this and that and so a lot of guys see that and they're like oh like you know, I'll be nice. Like, why are you crying over him? Right. But like, think about it. Like it, like she could have any guy she wants. So did it ever occur to you that maybe she's going after that guy because he can give her those emotions? Mm. You know, like you, you want to give a girl a full range of emotions, you know, and, um, it's, it's going to happen. You know, you're going to break hearts eventually. You're not, you shouldn't do it on purpose, obviously, but you know, girls want a guy who can give them a full range of emotions from ecstasy to, you know, surprise and shock to attraction to, you know, feeling sad because he's such a player and he's fucking these other girls and just, you want to just give her those emotional spikes. And that's very attractive when you can do that. Now, now you may be thinking, well, these guys are saying things that, that assholes do. And and it's true. Exactly. A, I'm just kidding. Lot, <laughs> yeah. Be an asshole. Boom. Podcast done. <laughs> fucking. We can retire now. Well, the thing is, is that the reason assholes are often attracted to women is because a they don't give a shit what they think. B they're there to self entertain. And C they control the frame. Now, can you be extremely attracted to women and still treat them well? The answer is absolutely. Of course. Yes. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. When you can do that, you are you are like one in a billion. And when, when girls meet you and you can still be, you know, you can still be, uh, kind of hate to say this word, but like romantic, chivalrous, um, help her out when she needs it and still control the frame, still still tease her and, and flirt with her and know how to take her through these range of emotions that John was talking about, she is going to fall so deeply in love with you, try to marry you and never let you go. Like this is how you get stalkers, guys, is when you become this guy who can have all the attributes of an asshole without being an asshole. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, when when you are speaking to a woman, you want to make it again so that you just don't give a shit. You are there to entertain yourself. I will say some things, John, that it's like, oh, dude, I can't believe I just said that like in my head, but I'm just looking at her. I'm just like, take that, let's see. And they'll just laugh. You know, like I was like what you said, like, yeah, I got, you know, I go to the KKK meetings and, uh, you know, ride a horse, whatever. It's a terrible example. But like, I'll just say some things that you think would blow you out. But what's interesting is the less you give a shit and the more you're there again to self-entertain, which again is, is very attractive yeah. to women, um, the more they will become attracted to you 
because what does it show her? It shows her that you have options that she's, especially with hot girls, like when you just fuck around with a hot girl, she's like, what in the fuck? Like this guy must get laid all the time. I'm super hot. And he's like actually trying to like push me away. Yeah. Super attractive. So again, self-entertain and outcome independence. Very important. Absolutely. I mean, I have a story about this that'll kind of drive this point home. And um, this kind of gets into like, like, so every girl has a blueprint of what they're attracted to. I mean, they're, they're all fundamentally the same, but like, you know, there, there is some girls that like, they prefer assholes and like some girls are like more about, you know, I want a guy that's confident, et cetera, but that's like really sweet, you know? So you kind of have to feel that out. But, um, I mean, one girl, dude, like, you know, I'm not going to say her name and this is kind of a tangent, but like she, she, I gave her the full range of emotions and she was just fucking obsessed over me. I mean, um, this happened a couple of years ago, like. So I ended up uh, fucking her, and then she found out about my blog and about that I voted for Trump, and she just like <laughs> went from like loving me to like chasing me to like fucking I hate you, you're a piece of shit. I um, this. I actually ran into her at a party later on, and this is after we fucked like multiple times. Like she's super into me, and she confronted me at the party, got mad at me, smacked me in the face, said I'm a piece of shit, sexist, and literally in that moment, I remember thinking like, okay, I can let let this affect me. Or I can just not give a shit. And I just decided I'm just not going to give a shit. I ended up fucking that girl's friend later that night, which of course made that girl even more attracted to me. And it's like you just spin this, this all these different events to like happen in your favor. And, um, you know, it's literally like to the outside world, it seems like magic because mm-hmm. it's like what? Like, but I don't understand because like she said she hated you. You voted for Trump and you have a blog on picking up whores. Like how the fuck does she want to fuck you now mm-hmm. how does her friend want to it, it, like it, it seems like magic to the outside world that doesn't get this but what it comes down to is like when i was with that girl i just did not give a shit mm-hmm. like I, I would say things that i know would piss her off because i think it'd be funny like you just don't give a fuck you just tease her like just be a man you know like it's it's it all comes down to like you know schoolyard game like if you like that example you gave where you're like if when you're like a fucking kid on the on the playground and you just like busting our chops or whatever, like, like if you look at kids, like they have better game than most men nowadays. And that's cause like, you know, they haven't been socialized to fucking be little pussies yet, you know? So if you can literally just be like, like a schoolyard boy, who's just like having fun, doesn't give a shit, like doesn't fucking care, hasn't been turned into a pussy by society yet. Like that's just so attractive. And like you said, it's about having that, Having the characteristics of assholes that women are attracted to, like confidence, assertiveness, decisiveness, knowing what you want, not you know bending over backwards for people, etc., while still being a good guy and caring yeah. about the betterment of humanity, that makes yeah. you like crack. Yeah, because it's like it's yeah. like you have it's like like the equivalent for a guy would be like finding a girl who's like a total like sweetheart virgin, like the perfect girl for you. Like she can cook incredibly. She's like really sweet, Raven but she like hot. fucks like a porn star. Yeah. It's like, it's like that, that combo that like, like, like it's so rare. Like where would you even, I can't, I can't even, I don't even know if I've met a girl like that, maybe like one or two, but it's so rare, yeah. you know? And that's how girls feel when you're a guy and you have those asshole characteristics that generate attraction. But like the boyfriend material characteristics where you're like nice and you actually care about the betterment of humanity, the betterment of yourself, becoming a better person and bringing those around you up. Right. And the range of emotions, guys, is really important in the first conversation. You want to you want to build intrigue. 
You want to make you don't want to just like make her laugh the whole time because then it's like you're a clown for her. You don't want to just be serious the whole time because then you're boring. You want all that stuff in there. So uh, one way to do that is to tell stories, to tell funny stories. Another way to do that is what's what's with called push pull. So a lot of times you'd be like, so um, you know what you're you're pretty cute, but unfortunately I don't date girls who are brunette with yellow shirts and black pants. Sorry, and then you like physically push her. Be like, wait, come here a second, come here a second. You don't lie, do you? And you're actually pulling her in towards you, and she's like, no, I don't lie. And you'd be like, Psh, too bad because I don't get I don't get along with liars like me. And then like you push her away. So there's this this range of emotion where you can also be like, you know what's great about you? And she'll be like, what? And you'll be like, nah, I don't want to tell you. So it's like building intrigue in her. And then she'll be like, what, what? So you're like making her chase you. When you build in all these elements into your conversations, it takes her through that range of emotion. And again, like we keep drumming on, you you don't care what she thinks. You're there to self-entertain. And then when it comes time, you'd be like, all right, well, hey, it was good to talk to you. And she'll be like, well, and you'd be like, yes. She'd be like, well, shouldn't we <laughs> – yes. Shouldn't we exchange phone numbers so we could catch up sometime? You'd be like, ah, I don't know. You're not like a stalker, are you? And she'll be like, no, no, I swear I'm not. You'd be like, because like all these girls are stalking me and they always leave the damn ladder resting on the side of my house. I tell them to put it back in the garage, but they never do. <laughs> they always leave it resting out. And this other girl, she's got a sniper hide across the street. It's all camouflage. She thinks I don't know it's there, but I do know. You're not going to be <laughs> one of those girls, are you? No, no, I swear I won't. And another thing, um, uh, another tangent that I realize is really important is you need to – before you try to close a girl on the phone number, you need to make her qualify herself to you. And a lot of the times, now that I'm kind of ripped and like I feel like I'm better looking, a lot of the times I'll get like really big green lights from girls. And a green light is basically she's staring at you. She's really trying to get you to come talk to her. So I will walk up to her, stop within 10 feet, and I'll just like with my finger be like, come here. And they will walk right over. And now that's, that communicates several things. First of all, she's coming into my, my area. Secondly, it's like I'm so high value that I don't even have to say anything. I could just with my finger be like, hey, come here. And then when she comes to me, I'll be like, who are you? And she'll be like, well, I'm, I'm this. And she'll, it's immediately in the frame of she's trying to explain herself to me. Yeah, she's chasing you. She's chasing you. And that's, that's ultimately the best dynamic that you want to set up. Now, you might not have that in the beginning. In the beginning, what you're going to have to do is, is open them in the way that, again, I explained in my book how to do it. Do a conversation where you're funny, charismatic. You're taking her through this range of emotions. But it's very, very, very clear that you're not freaking trying to impress her that you're just there for your own self-entertainment take her through these range of emotions when she starts getting attracted you kind of turn on what i call like the the fuck me eyes like i can look at girls in a certain way where they'll like they'll just like their knees will go out and they'll like blush they'll be like stop looking at me like that and it's like you're you're kind of just like it's like the way you look at a girl when you just when she's you just want to fuck her now if you do that the wrong time it can blow up in your face. <laughs> a lot of guys do that at the wrong time. But once she's attracted, then you don't even have to say anything. You can just do it with your body language and your eyes. You can push, pull her, do it through all these range of emotions. And then, you know, you could say, hey, you know what? You're pretty fun to talk to. think you might have a little stalker in you, but that's okay. What do you suggest we do to uh, continue this conversation some other time? She'd be like, well, I could give you my phone number, you know, and make her suggest it. When you do all these things to make it the dynamic where she's chasing you, you can kind of see how that's like the asshole. 
but you're still a good dude. Oh my god, like you said, man, you are just chick crack. She's just snorting yeah. you. She's addicted. She's addicted. Can't get enough. Yeah. Yeah. And um a lot of this stuff too, guys, is like higher level type stuff, you know? So like um when I first got into game and like, you know, getting my, my sex life straight, I uh, I wasn't like being an asshole like I am now. You know, <laughs> and I, I mean in quotes being an asshole, you know, I wasn't like trolling people and like being obnoxious like because you can't really get away with that unless you have game to do it and unless mm. you have the social calibration to know the appropriate time to do it Good point. so uh you know what what we don't want is like guys listening to this who don't have any experience and like trying a bunch of this this obnoxious shit like no 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 just you know stick with the basics right so like try being decisive being confident you know uh, have like if you know if you're uh, if you're a kid and you still, still live at your parents house you know try having like a couple places you can go to uh dates nearby you know one that I used to do is, uh, you know, go to like a lake or go in nature, uh, things like that, you know, um, you know, just like work on the fundamentals. And then as you get success, you can try throwing in this like obnoxious shit. And then it'll just be like throwing a, a fucking nuclear bomb into your results and it'll just like explode and go through the roof. It'll be awesome. Right. But it's important. It's important that you guys know these basic concepts because a lot of a lot of my students are like well what the hell are women attracted to they're attracted to money right and and it's it's totally opposite of what they think they're attracted to so while i agree certainly that we're throwing out a lot of advanced techniques i think it's important and there'll be some aha moments for our listeners like oh, okay that's why yeah that's why when i'm the friend and i offer her to bring her orange juice you know, at 3 a.m. when she's sick, <laughs> why doesn't she suck my dick? You know, like, and then I cry in front of her. Aren't my tears supposed to be used as lubricant for yeah. sex? And then she talks about Chad and how she got raw dogged by Chad <laughs> the other day while you're crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, that that now you guys see why the nice guy never gets girls because what he's doing is he's saying, you know, like you're a higher value than I am. I don't have options. Um, I want you so bad. And, and really what this all boils down to is, again, I mentioned this in a different – I think it was podcast one where the leader of men, the guy who's the alpha, the guy who's going to survive and be the champion in the tribe, he doesn't, he doesn't need to supplicate to women because he has options. So when you behave in this way, when you just go up to a girl and you self-entertain, you just want to make yourself laugh – it immediately triggers something in her subconscious that says, okay, this guy's alpha, this guy gets laid, and because he gets laid, I want to have sex with him. See, women don't act on their rational thoughts. They act on emotions, and literally all this stuff is programmed into their subconscious. So when you demonstrate all these high-value things of the alpha male, and again, the confidence, the decisiveness, the not giving a shit, the frame control, all these things, these are all aspects of the alpha male and sometimes the asshole and girls just want to have sex with you because of it they can't help it even though they hate you like that chick hated john because he's an asshole with the blog and he voted for trump she still <laughs> spread her legs man and she she loved it i mean yeah. i hate to be a dick like i don't want to i don't want to condescend to women but that's how they're programmed so you gotta act on that emotional channel everything you're doing is going after those emotions yeah. fuck rational go for the emotions yeah, and and funny enough too, like you know, again, I don't want to sound like a, a complete cunt, but um, you know, that's just how it is. And funny enough, the nice guy is actually not nice; he's just manipulative. You know, mm. like the nice guy, right? And and you know, if you're a nice guy, right, a quote unquote nice guy, you might think, you know, what the hell? Like I'm taking girls out to dinner. I'm like, you know, doing all this stuff. But like, really, again, like to go back to that joke about the Chris Rock bit. I think it was Chris Rock. It's like what you're really saying when you buy her dinner is like, you want some dick. 
right? And like, you know, like that's that's not nice. That's just manipulative, yeah. right? You know, like you want to be upfront with what you want. It is creepy because it's yeah. like, like I mean, as as guys, we haven't experienced that a lot because just we don't have you know a lot of time like people pursuing us and like hiding their intentions. But like I've experienced it a few times with like you know different like salesmen that are trying to sell me something, for mm. example. Well, they're you know where they will uh, they'll approach me and like they'll just try to talk to me and I'm uh, in my head I'm like okay I know this guy wants something but like it, like it's creepy it's like he wants something but he's not telling me what he wants he's like trying to hide it like that's how girls feel when you're trying to be the quote unquote nice guy you mm-hmm. know so don't be the quote unquote nice guy be the fun guy be the sexy guy be the guy who can you know take her on an awesome adventure and have wild crazy sex afterwards and just she'll love you and think you're awesome because you're just a genuine guy you know right. and that's what a lot of this comes down to is just getting in touch with your genuine masculine self not supplicating not fucking you know hiding your opinion or hiding your your who you are just like being who you are and it's like crack to women have you guys ever had a a friend let's say in high school where he had like a really cool car or he was like the cool guy maybe he was a little bit older than you and it's like you get in you get in his car and you guys go out on the town and you listen to music and what he's doing is he's taking you into his reality and maybe it was your older brother your uncle or i i feel like we've all had that experience where there was like this cool older dude and when you were with him it felt good because you were sucked yeah. in his reality. Even if you listen to music you didn't like, like let's say you like rock and he was playing hip hop, you're like you're like kind of like, man, this hip hop is cool because he had a very strong sense of who he was. He had a very strong sense of what you guys were doing. He was in control. You guys were going to have a great time and you were like his little sidekick, you know what I mean? That's what you want to make girls feel like. You want to lead them to where they want to be led. I always say that to my students. Lead women to where they want to be led. And you do that with certain things like social intelligence and just by reading women. But women ultimately are physically attracted to the guy who can take them under their wing and it's like she's your little sidekick. And you take her to all these cool experiences and even if she isn't into you know, the type of things that you are, like let's say for an example, going to the top of a parking garage and drinking beer while you watch at, the At sunset. three in the morning. At yeah. three in the morning. <laughs> she may be like, whoa, this is lame. But when you just have a strong sense and you're, you're driving the car and, you know, you got your arm on the steering wheel and you just kind of look at her over your shoulder and she's like, God damn, he's sexy, man. He's just taking the lead and, and showing me a good time. And then when you get her to the top of the parking garage, like you take off your jacket and you put it around her and then you're kind of like – kind of like keeping her warm with it and then like you whisper in her ear you'd be like you know what's so cute about you and she's like why you'd be like you suck and then like you push her away and be like come here a second pull her back in and then like slide your your lips from her ear down her cheek and just brush her lips and she thinks she's gonna kiss you and then you pull away again you build this anticipation and you you do all these things oh my god man she will jump in the air spread her legs and slide right onto your dick when you can do all these things. So again, leading women to where they want to be led, giving them this experience. Think about girls and like all this like literatica that they that that they read and all these like romance movies. They want this experience. They want this emotional, you know, this big emotional experience. And when you can do that to them, it's over. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she'll be into it if you're into it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I don't know if you guys have ever had like a friend who uh, – I had one friend, for example, that um, – he was just like really into chemistry. And I think he goes to Harvard. Uh, he, he transferred over to Harvard. But like you know, I knew him when we were in college. 
And um, I remember the first time I went over to his house, he was like he it felt like he was like a kid at Christmas because he had this like he was like I went to his room and he was like showing me like, oh, yeah, like, dude, I got this fucking cool like some like element that's like it's like the heaviest metal. He was like so like happy and just like into what he was sharing. And it's like by the law of state transference. Yeah, you like that passion goes over to you, you and you're like even if you don't know anything about it. Even if you don't particularly like it, it's like, wow, like this is actually really fucking cool. You know, yeah. being, being passionate like, um, about what you do is yeah. great. And let me tell you guys real quick, John, sorry to interrupt you, but um, I, I just have to say this. So let's say you want to be passionate about your job. Now, let's say you have a shitty job right now to hold you over until you're working towards your dream. Like you're a waiter while you're working to be an actor. Well, tell her about mm. how you want to be an actor and how you're so passionate about it. Like I'm really into meditation and like spiritual stuff, which is totally like foo-foo stupid. But like when I talk to girls, man, it's just they get the deer in the headlights look because I just do it in a way that I'm so passionate that they buy into my reality and they're totally passionate about it too. It's really amazing. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I mean, when you can just like convey those emotions, it's the law of state transference, you know? So like if you, um, a good example is like, if you guys have ever had a teacher, you know, you know, like one teacher is like really boring and like, just doesn't like, like what they're doing. They're just like, you know, reading from the book or like showing you slides. And then you have another teacher who's like actually like fully engaged. Like I had a, uh, a geology teacher in college who was like super about it. Like he traveled all over the world and like looked at different like digs and different sites. And he was like, yeah, like this rock is like, and just like really fucking awesome. And, you know, and I was like, uh, so into it cause he was into it right. when I was learning it in college. And, um, that guy, the teacher who's not into what they're teaching you, that's like going on a date with a boring guy mm. and the teacher who's like passionate about like what they're teaching and they love it and they're just like into it like that's that like experience that feeling is like going on a date with chad you know Mm -hmm. it's like whatever you're into like it could literally be like world of warcraft or something like just like whatever you're fucking into like if you just own it and you just like love it and you're just cool about it like she will feel the same way and and not even her just her it's like everyone will feel the same way like people just like other people that are passionate yep Super important. So I feel like we've covered probably 25% of all the things that women are attracted to, but this has been a really good introduction, I feel, uh, for future podcasts to come. Like I said, you and I could talk about this for eight hours, but we have reached 50 minutes now, so I think we should probably go ahead and wrap this up. Plus, I got to go meet my friend for dinner. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, why don't you tell them about uh, a couple things about your courses, and then we'll we'll button this thing up. All right, cool. So yeah, I mean, if you guys liked what we're talking about, then um, and if you want to take it to the next level, I have two products out right now, really three. The third is closed though, but uh, I have seven strategies to develop your masculinity, which is uh, you know, a really great ebook. It comes with four bonuses on you know, text game and Tinder and night game and all this different stuff, and uh, that's on how to become a more confident, centered, masculine man who's just confident and who naturally attracts women into his life. Then I have Body of an Alpha, which is my guide on becoming jacked and shredded and just getting in the best shape of your fucking life. That comes with three bonuses as well. Uh, Both of those come with access to the inner circle, the masculine development inner circle, where you will be surrounded by a group of like-minded men who ask questions and help one another, just gain experience and uh, learn new things. So we'll put links to both of those down below in the comments section or in the description of the video. And uh, my third product that uh, is closed for now, but I might reopen it in the future is called Bitcoin Millionaire, and that is a video course 
uh, it's nine modules where I talk about everything about trading Bitcoin and how I make uh, six figures trading cryptocurrencies. And I actually guide you step by step through it. You can literally look over my shoulder as I give you updates on exactly what I'm buying and when I'm selling it. So you can literally just do what I do and make money with me. Um, and right now, again, that's closed, but I'm thinking about opening it up again to some new students in a month or so. Uh, so yeah, check out the description down below. And uh, Mark has some great products too, which he'll talk about. Well, I mentioned uh, gettheapproachformula.com where I show you how to approach women, get their phone number, and walk away like a champion with the highest chance of them actually returning your text. How about that, huh? And the other thing I offer, John, what where is the most important place that you can invest Yourself. Yourself. So what I offer is one-on-one coaching, phone coaching, where I get on the phone with you. We tackle exactly what your sticking points are, where you haven't been able to progress with women. I'm going to show you how to attract women by changing certain things within that psyche of yours. I'm going to get in there like a mad scientist and change everything up to make you as attractive as possible to women. And you think, well, what the hell are we going to do with one hour? That is a limiting belief. I have had amazing changes with my students with just one single hour. So it's just your belief that uh, that time is a restriction. What's really the restriction is uh, doing the right thing with what you have to work with. They say, you know, you can have a mechanic with 20 years of experience and you pay him $5,000 and all he does is tap his hammer on the engine and it completely fixes it. Well, mm-hmm. you didn't pay for that 10 seconds. You paid for his uh, 20 years of experience. So yeah. anyway, that's one-on-one coaching. You can check it out by clicking in the link below. It's what my passion is. It's what I do professionally. So uh, check it out, man. And I do have a, I have a guarantee if you're not satisfied, I will return your money. So if you want to blow through sticking points, I sincerely suggest you check that out. And uh, if you want to stack the cards in your favor, I would suggest getting Body of an Alpha as well. That's John's product. That thing is badass, man. I mean, like I said, I looked like crap and I was still pulling. But when I got ripped, it's just – it's so easy. I can do that thing where I just like with my finger be like, come over here. Who are you? What's your deal? Why am I talking to you? And girls will just like explain themselves to me because you know I have that frame and I have that body in it. I just I just have everything working for me. And uh, partially responsible is John's product. So thank you so yeah. much for that, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, we have a ton of before and after pictures and testimonials on the sales page. So go check it out, guys. Uh, this was a fucking awesome podcast. If you have any like questions or uh, you know just things you want to hear about in particular, let us know down below. And be sure to tune in next Tuesday for the Unapologetic Man podcast number five. Thanks a lot, guys. We will see you soon. Bye-bye. Take it easy. Bye-bye.